Coming up on InfoSec Sync, a media giant becomes a target of a cyber hack. More on what attackers were going after. Also ahead, a military exercise to strengthen coordinated efforts with Japan to fight cyber crime. Plus details on a barrage of new cyber espionage attacks from Russia's spy agency. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Also sponsored by Sirius Federal. Through high-level partnerships with the world's leading technology companies, Sirius Federal provides transformational technology solutions and services for the U.S. federal government. What's your mission? Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending February 11th, 2022. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Great to have you back, Nick. Hey, great to see you, Layla. How are you doing this week? Doing just fine. You've been quite busy. We'll find out a little bit more about that in just a minute. But first, a multinational media conglomerate became the target of a cyber attack that exposed emails and employee documents, including those belonging to journalists. News Corp, which owns the Wall Street Journal and its parent Dow Jones, the New York Post, MarketWatch and Realtor.com hired cybersecurity firm Mandiant, which says the attack has a China nexus. Well, News Corp, owned by billionaire Rupert Murdoch, says the incident was detected on January 20th. Evidence indicates that data was exfiltrated and that attack is financial in nature and customer data was not affected. News Corp security say they promptly took steps to contain the activity and they do believe that the threat activity has been contained. We've got more to come. Keen Edge 22, strengthening operations with our allies overseas. Details after the break. Innovation, technology, it's evolving at a rapid pace. The growth of data in our space is outpacing the growth of humans. And that's one of the challenges with technology. It never ends. The federal government is the most important customer in the world. Being able to help any agency, any mill dep, any part of the intelligence community means that you're having a direct impact on the safety, the future of this government and the individuals that live in this country. You're helping many people do a much larger job than yourself. U.S. Fleet Cyber Command, U.S. 10th Fleet, took part in Keen Edge 22 last month, and I was part of it for the past two weeks. Keen Edge 22 is a bilateral command post exercise to validate shared strategies and tactics to enhance the capability to mutually respond to cyber attacks. Exercise participants used a computer-based system called the Joint Theater Level Simulation System to direct and respond to exercise events. This system provides a realistic environment in which commanders and staff improve their skills by anticipating and reacting in real time. The U.S. Fleet Cyber Command is charged with developing and executing the Navy's offensive and defensive strategies in cyber and space to fight and win in a contested environment. The command also took part in three concurrent exercises, Cyber Lightning, Global Lightning, and Space Lightning. Wow. How about Thunder Lightning? <laughs> Grease Lightning. You like those names, huh? I do like those names, Nick. So you did take part in this exercise. So uh, what was the, the motivation for this and what essentially did the exercise teach you? 
Well, there's a lot of exercises that we do throughout the year, um, especially uh, when we have the ability, as, as um, I'm a Navy reservist, to do uh, our two weeks. So it just uh, exercises um, our tactics, techniques, and procedures in responding to events that may happen and could happen and how we win the cyber war against um, our foes. Yeah, it is a fight that seems to have no end. Well, meanwhile, the Army Cyber Protection Brigade welcomed a new command sergeant, Major Sergeant Major Kevin Flickinger. He accepted the senior enlisted leader position during a ceremony at Fort Gordon, Georgia. Flickinger joined the Army in 2002 as a cryptologic linguist and reclassified into the Army's cyber branch in 2015. He has served in a number of senior non-commissioned officer positions during his career, including Command Sergeant Major, Cyber Training Battalion and First Sergeant, Headquarters and Alpha Company Cyber Training Battalion. The brigade is charged with defending key terrain in cyberspace to deter threats and provides defensive readiness assessments and assistance. Flickinger is taking over the Hunter Brigade from Command Sergeant Major Jesse Potter, who was lauded as a cyber legend, building trust and faith among soldiers and civilian employees alike. Nick? Well, the Air Force plans to enable and demonstrate a multi-million dollar space internet. Military officials plan to award five contracts worth $40 million to further their ability to connect and communicate via constellations of commercial spacecraft operating in various orbits. Ideally, military users would be able to tap into services from different providers or orbits, depending on their needs. These experiences mark the latest component of the lab's defense experimentation using commercial space internet or DEXI program, which originally lost, launched in 2017. Layla? Well, Nick, the cautionary tale that is the solar wind saga has prompted a federal agency to push officials to accept product declarations from software vendors. The National Institute of Standards and Technology made the recommendation to address concerns about cost and the protection of intellectual property. NIST published the recommendations in response to the SolarWinds hacking campaign after a government-contracted IT management firm was compromised with malware. The standards agency explains that first-party or self-attestation is where the vendor vouches for its own software. Second-party attestation involves a review by agency staff purchasing the software, and third-party attestation involves an independent verifier of conformity with the necessary security practices. NIST also details how agencies should think about asking for artifacts, which are generally described as evidence of conformity with security practices. Nick? A new initiative has been unveiled to complement the government's quantum computing research and development efforts. It's called the National Strategic Plan for Quantum Information Science and Technology Workforce Development. The White House Office of Science and Technology Policy will be focusing on improved advanced technology education and outreach. One of the key strategies included in the plan is increasing high school and undergraduate student participation and access to STEM and quantum sciences educational opportunities. While the plan emphasizes education initiatives, it also includes researching the broader quantum workforce to gauge trends and opportunities. Layla? Now, Nick, do you think that the education department, do you think that the education system here is doing enough to promote STEM studies? And do you think that there's a way that they can do better? Actually, I think everyone's doing a great job um, 
uh, showing STEM to male and female participants in elementary school, middle school, high school, and college as well. As a matter of fact, some of the associations uh, do a good job too, like ISACA and um, ISA, uh, for instance. And ISACA has one called She Leads Tech, which uh, focuses, in on, focuses with women in STEM and cybersecurity. So that's really good. So I think we're doing a good job. Can we do better? Of course we can. Just have to get more opportunities out there and more funding. Well, I think on that positive note, it's time for a break. When we return, two tech giants eyeing Russian cyber espionage following attacks targeting Ukraine. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM cyber report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Two tech giants are sharing notes on a barrage of new cyber espionage attacks from Russian's spy agency hitting organizations in Ukraine. Threat hunters at Microsoft and Symantec discovered new malware activity linked to Gamma Radon, a Russian government APT group that has focused on hacking into and maintaining stealthy persistence for more than a decade. They released two separate reports, which include indicators of compromise just days after the Ukrainian government publicly attributed the malware attacks to Russia's Federal Security Service. The threat hunting unit said the malware authors have been using rigged Word documents and spear phishing email lures with booby-trapped attachments that use remote templates. These phishing emails appear to be handling reconnaissance for future attacks by tracking when a message has been opened or rendered. The Russian hacking group has been responsible for more than 5,000 attacks against more than 1,500 Ukrainian government systems. Layla? Well, Microsoft's Threat Intelligence Center is tracking the cluster under the moniker Actinium, sticking to its tradition of identifying nation-state activities by chemical element names. Gamma Radon Threat Group represents a unique set of attacks divorced from last month's cyber offensives that knocked out multiple Ukraine government agencies and corporate entities with destructive data-wiping malware disguised as ransomware. A separate intrusion also struck an unnamed Western government organization in Ukraine last month via a malware-laced resume for an active job listing with the entity posted on a local job portal. The attacks are said to have singled out government, military, non-government organizations, judiciary, law enforcement, and nonprofit organizations. Nick? An unnamed Chinese language hacking group successfully breached several systems hosting content on behalf of the National Games of China. Cybersecurity firm Avast dissected the intrusion and says the attackers gained access to a web server 12 days prior to the start of the event to drop multiple reverse web shells for remote access and achieve permanent foothold in the network. 
It's unknown what information was stolen, but researchers say the initial access was facilitated by exploiting a vulnerability in the web server. The adversary also experimented with the types of files that they were able to upload to the server only, only to follow up with submitting executable code that masqueraded as seemingly harmless image files. The breach is said to have been resolved ahead of the start of the games. The National Games of China is a multi-sport event held every four years. Leila? A Chinese espionage campaign has been targeting Taiwanese financial institutions as part of a persistent campaign that lasted for at least 18 months. The Advanced Persistent Threat Group launched the intrusions that resulted in the deployment of a backdoor called XPAC, granting the adversary extensive control over compromised machines. Researchers say what's notable about the campaign is the amount of time the threat actor lurked on victim networks, affording the operators ample opportunity for detailed reconnaissance and exfiltrate potentially sensitive information pertaining to business contacts and investments without raising any red flags. The findings add to a growing list of China-linked nation-state groups that have targeted Taiwan in recent months, striking government, health care, transportation and educational institutions in that country, Nick. A large-scale ransomware attack has disrupted operations at oil terminals in Belgium, Germany, and the Netherlands. This massive attack crippled its systems, affecting dozens of terminals, oil storage, and transport around the world. The cyber attack has also resulted in difficulty loading and unloading refined product cargoes at six oil storage terminals in the Amsterdam, Rotterdam, Antwerp refining hub. A German newspaper identified identified the Black Cat ransomware group as being responsible for the attack. The threat intelligence arm of security firm Palo Alto Networks says that in just a month, the Black Cat cyber crime group has carried out high-impact ransomware attacks on international organizations and risen to seventh place in the ranking of global ransomware groups. Layla? Well, back in the States, the personal information of potentially millions of licensed professionals in Washington state may have been exposed after it detected suspicious activity on its online licensing system. The agency shut down its online platform temporarily after learning of the activity last month. Data stored on the system called Polaris could include social security numbers, birth dates, and driver's licenses. The agency, which licenses about 40 categories of businesses and professionals, from auctioneers to real estate agents, doesn't yet know whether such data was actually accessed or how many individuals may have been affected. Nick? Well, when we come back, attackers using this security feature to infiltrate systems. We'll explain after the break. We utilize technology in ways to transform opportunity for the country, for our citizens, and for the world. We're at the forefront of what we're able to do with some of these solutions when you talk about artificial intelligence and analytics and, and what we can do with, with data and how we utilize those solutions to make lives better for everybody. The future's bright and the possibilities are endless. Multi-factor authentication is becoming an increasingly used method to securely access online systems, but attackers are developing phishing kits that bypass this trusted layer of security. Phishing kits are software developed to help threat actors harvest credentials and quickly capitalize on them. 
Researchers say threat actors are using fish kits that leverage transparent reverse proxy, which enables them to man in the middle a browser session and steal credentials and session cookies in real time. There are numerous MFA phishing kits, ranging from simple open source kits with human readable code to sophisticated kits that use various layers of obfuscation and modules, allowing stealing of usernames, passwords, social security numbers, and credit card numbers. Phishing continues to be one of the most dangerous threats to organizations as an initial vector to infiltrate the network or to steal organization credentials. Layla. Well, CISA has expanded its list of vulnerabilities known to be exploited in malicious attacks with a recently addressed Windows zero-day flaw. The high-severity security hole is identified in the Win32K.SYS driver, an issue described as an elevation of privilege bug that could allow a local authenticated attacker to obtain system or administrative rights. An attacker can trigger the vulnerability to modify the kernel object of another window to obtain the kernel arbitrary address, read and write primitive. The flaw was fixed on January 2022 Patch Tuesday when Microsoft said it was aware of limited targeted exploitation attempts. Nick? An antivirus and firewall service provider says it has patched a high-severity privilege escalation bug affecting its clients who use Windows-based systems. ESET researchers say attackers could have exploited the vulnerability to misuse its anti-malware scan interface under certain conditions. The bug affects several ESET products versions that cater to Windows-based systems. Products running on Windows 10 and later, or Windows Server 2016 and later, are particularly susceptible to the vulnerability. Layla? Well, malware hunters at Microsoft are calling attention to a nasty macOS malware family that has quickly evolved. It's called Update Agent and first surfaced just over a year ago. It grew from a basic information-gathering Trojan to a stealthy backdoor with more powerful capabilities. Researchers have already spotted signs the malware is becoming a fully-powered spy toolkit. The malware is currently being used to siphon money from malicious online advertising. It's been observed bypassing Apple's gatekeeper security technology and leveraging existing user permissions to perform malicious activities before deleting the evidence to cover its tracks. Nick? A multi-million dollar crypto theft is being blamed on an exploitation of its multi-chain bridging. Meter provides a blockchain infrastructure that allows users to trade multiple cryptocurrencies across Ethereum and other public chains. Meter uses hot stuff based point of service consensus with Meter governance token to manage the blockchain ledger. Researchers identified someone who was able to leverage a vulnerability of the bridge to mint a large amount of BNB and WETH tokens. They depleted the bridge reserve for BNB on WETH, the decentralized finance infrastructure provider. The hack also affected the Moon River network. This is the third attack this month following the strike on the wormhole network which was exploited for $321 million in tokens. Layla, that's a lot, lot of money. A lot of money, Nick. Woo, <laughs> glad it wasn't mine. Well, that's going to right? do it for us. On behalf of Nick and myself, thank you so much for watching. You're now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you again next week. Are your security event notifications impossible to prioritize and act upon? Axelio's Packet Express platform provides total packet visibility that works with your existing analysis applications to enable a comprehensive threat response. Capture any traffic reliably at 100 gigabits per second. 
Distribute directly from disk to any security application at over 100 gigabits per second to keep up with traffic spikes and growth. Pivot directly from an event into the relevant packets for insightful pre and post event analysis. Packet Express for informed decisions and rapid incident response. Excelio. Detect, disrupt, defend. Technology is always moving forward. And one of the things that Sirius Federal does really well is understand how the technology pairs with what the business intent is for that customer. Cisco offers a really robust suite of products and solutions that really help move business intent forward, not just solve a singular problem.